0: We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for uh, January 1st, 2017, first day of the year, 2017. Uh, the next report is entitled United Nations Soldier Says They Will Soon Occupy America, Going Door-to-Door, Taking Guns, or Shooting to Kill. Now again, I'm not here to, I'm just saying that's the, that's the label, that's the title of the report. I never want to instill that God cannot protect you. Okay? <laughs> the the angel of the of the Lord encampeth about them that fear him and delivereth them, okay? You want to you want to concentrate on those types of Bible verses because you don't want to operate in fear of man. Oh, they're going to come get me. They're going to come kill me. Type of thing. You know, we we want to put our faith in God and again, worst-case scenario absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, I've gotten into this so many times over the past. It's just I want to add that in there um according to a recent alert reported uh SteveQuail.com, the united nations may already be preparing for such an outcome this does not come from a high level source just an everyday average joe but a guy that works in the same industry that always gave me a hard time about the tinfoil hat stuff well he recently this is a this is a one of the comments left at steve quail he he recently returned from a, a great divide concert at which a gentleman just passing by stopped to mingle with this group of people. They had a couple of drinks, and the guy states that he likes America, he likes the people. He wished he could dance like the Americans, and they laugh. He states that he has been fighting beside U.S. troops for the past six to seven years. And this is why I feel the need to tell someone over here in the States a little something more. He said he was from Norway, and he would be back In three to four months as part of the United Nations troops, he said there was nothing he could do. But he felt compelled that he needed to say something just to let such good people that he knew in the United States what is coming. He said that they were going to be going door to door taking guns or shooting to kill. These are the United Nations peacekeepers. Okay. Okay. They already have, remember, they want to recruit foreign troops that don't really have any kind of love for this country. He was one of the few that did have, okay? This is why I came forth with the information. Now, remember, this confirms so many reports I've done in the past. It's not even close. They already have the list of names and addresses from where they're going to go. Now, remember, though, so remember, God can still deliver you no matter what their, quote, plans are. You know, again, those Bible verses about God's protection. I've I did a whole study on, uh, on overcoming protection from God. Uh, just keen overcoming. I've done the keys to answered prayer. Just keen prayer. The keyword search box at ContendingForTruth dot uh, the most important one I've done about appropriating God's protection. And I'm telling you, from my standpoint of what's made a bigger difference in my life was the study I did on imprecatory prayers. Psalm 64, Scan Psalm in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I'm not here to bring you into this fear and trembling, oh my word, they're going to come get me, but I also have to warn you as a watchman. So I'm kind of caught in the middle, but I want to always instill faith and encourage you in that regard, okay? I'm telling you, this is their plan. Satan always has his agenda. God always has his agenda. So bear that in mind. So much of the time we're listening to people like you know, I think Dave Hodges has a lot of great stuff. We're gonna listen to a clip in a little bit from him. But it's it's so much doom and gloom. It's so much, this is what they're gonna do, and this is what they've got, and we're we're gonna die any minute. You know, basically that's the kind of impression you get. You know, well why don't I just, you know, give up now? (laughs) I mean, we just don't want to get in that mindset. As a man thinketh, so is he. Okay, so we want to we want to stay in the Word of God. We want to we want to do that primarily. We want to ge- keep our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to put on the full armor of God every day. You know, we want to be as right with God as we possibly can be. Draw nigh unto God; He'll draw nigh unto you. Okay, just some things to think about there. Uh, going further, he says, "I have no reason to not believe the words from this acquaintance." I actually, it actually pretty much freaked him out. Uh, he is rather overwhelmed from the conversation, from his reaction, as long as we've been acquainted. I have no reason not to believe what he was told. I just wanted to pass this on to someone with the means to possibly get the word out. Now, again, if that was some isolated thing that I had never heard of, I wouldn't even be repeating it. But, I mean, how many hours and hours and hours of reports I've done does that confirm? So, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. Um, one of our observant readers from Texas also submitted a similar comment recently. Via HCKS, he said, I heard, I just heard some really disturbing uh, blank about something going on down in Texas. I am sorry, but I cannot post it all. All I can say is that the Chinese soldiers have been inching their way closer to all the major cities, including Houston. Woodlands, Conroe, and many other major cities in our state government knows that we will be under attack between now and the next three to four months. Well, when these were written, uh, I think it was like December, January. Okay. Um. So again, did they know Hillary or was going to lose? Did they know Trump was going to get in? Then, then did they know that they were going to try to do everything they could in order to get martial law going or World War Three going? So they could implement martial law? Because that's when they're going to bring these troops in. A Chi-Com soldier just threatened someone that I know very well recently, and he is not happy about the incident. Meaning a Chinese communist is what that means. They're, I mean, they're threatening Americans on our soil. That's They're getting more emboldened, in other words. People that have had interaction with these foreign troops, that's been getting more... Um common as well the ChICOMs are telling americans in my state where they can go and where they can't go then we have then we have so so we have a big problem here all the military equipment is here in texas pre-position during jade helm 15 and 16 15 being the year of 2015 and 16 being the year of 2000 remember we just talked about jade helm she asked the the uh, secret service guy about that oh well yeah, he said that's absolutely true and absolutely they, the military is training to engage the American populace. And a lot of the a lot of what the Jade Helm was also training to do is training to go against the troops that won't go along with it, which is another big reason they need foreign troops. And it is another reason why Obama's trying to get all of our good troops out of the country on the border with Russia, so they'll be they'll be in some totally different location. Because they want, they want to make sure that as many of our good troops that will not fire on Americans are already gone. I've got into that a lot recently as well. So all the military equipment is here in Texas pre-positioned during Jade Helm 1560 and the soldiers have already been placed in our state. And all they have to do is go out, jump into the UN vehicles and roll out to the major highways and deploy it in our neighborhoods. All over... 2017 is when civilians will be getting the worst of it okay well here's the first day if they're gonna if they're going to discredit trump whatever they're gonna try implement martial law under his watch or maybe even before he gets in they've already got their they've already got their equipment deployed I know something is up because this link is matching up with what I'm hearing. The U.N. and the Chinese already know in advance that they will be rolling down Highway 45, Highway 290, 1960-highway 6 from... This is obviously, unless you live in that area, you're not going to know what this means. Uh, Highway 6 from 45 North to deploy to take out these areas these areas subdivisions. And one of the biggest major attacks by the U.N. and the CHICOMs will, will take place between... 1960 highway 6 highway 6 south down to Sugarland. They plan to do the same thing in the Katy Mason Road area, Highway 10 area. Good luck when you get to that area. We have a very very serious situation on the horizon. Now okay, so that's the end of that. That letter Now, on its face, such claims may sound as if they're coming from the very fringes of the Internet. And perhaps they are. But before you dismiss these claims outright... Now, remember, of all the other things we've looked at and heard and listened to and other reports we've read from totally unrelated people over the years, though. Keep in mind that it has been confirmed United Nations soldiers are actively involved in military training uh, in the United States of America, moreover, UN tank vehicles have been spotted moving across U.S. highways. Uh, <clears throat> the United Nations has even tried to hide the fact that their soldiers and equipment have been deployed to the U.S. as evidenced by the following images showing how they are covering up their logos on their vehicles. So what they're doing is they're transporting their vehicles you know, across America. And a lot of times what's happening is if the vehicles are just out in the wind and they're not covered. The, the, the coverings, because a lot of times they're just using tape, are getting ripped off by the wind. And there's all these people taking pictures of UN vehicles going down the road on the back of transports where it's the UN symbols, you know, visible while it's impossible to know exactly what the United Nations is planning in conjunction with sympathetic U.S. political leaders, we know for a fact that the U.N. troops are actively operating on our soil and their equipment is already here, laying dormant for whatever orders come down the pipeline. Now remember, this whole thing with Trump has created this gigantic awakening in America. I don't mean it's a mass Christian awakening, but it is a mass, like, truth about the new world order truth about the evil wicked agenda awakening and trump was responsible for bringing a lot of that to light he got into issues that no other candidate would touch you go you you try to go to his rallies you can't even get near him you know and i mean a lot of times his rallies aren't even announced until like two or three days ahead of time you can't get near him i tried one couldn't get near it (coughs) I would have had to have arrived three hours earlier, probably, to get in, or at least two. It's hard to say. But we didn't get near it. And we got there super early. So there is there there has been a mass awakening of a lot of different people regarding the nefarious agendas at foot, a foot here. And I do not think the New World Order anticipated that to the extent that it happened, and I do, and I definitely know they're not happy about it. That is another reason they have to squelch what's going on and they can't let trump get in there and bring back prosperity because that would just further enlighten more people and people would say yeah you know it actually things are getting a lot better and you know maybe i've been brainwashed and maybe i will look at this this message or whatever i don't want that so other related news reports relating to this and i'm just going to read you the headlines texas ranger drops jade Jade Helm bombshell. There are trains with shackles on them. I've heard about that for years. Trains across America with shackles in them for when they start to take people away. UN, another report, UN tank vehicles spotted moving across the U.S., peacekeepers and potential for civil unrest. Another one, exposed. UN vehicles caught trying to hide logo from public view while traveling inside the United States. Another one, where's the proof that the UN soldiers are actively operating on American soil? Oh, well, it's right here. There's a whole report on that. These are all links you can click on if you want to. The PDF, as all my PDFs are free, all my audios are free. I've got over a thousand of them online at this point. Been doing this now, I guess, 11 years. Started in 2006, now it's 2017. So, uh, we're into our 11th year doing this. If we had another year in ministry, man, I'd be amazed. I know I've said that before. I'm just saying, God's been merciful, you know? God's been merciful. Now, um, here's the next report, which is going to give a whole other level of confirmation of what we just read. Okay, now here's one of the most current current updates from dave hodges and paul martin uh it's it's entitled you won't believe what's being stockpiled at warren air force base
1: Hi, this is Dave Hodges of The Common Sense Show, where we are freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Numana Foods. Check us out on our website at numana.com forward slash Hodges, and for a brief time during the holidays, you can take 5% off your sales price by putting in the coupon code Hodges, 5 Well, we have a very important and what really turns out to be an impromptu broadcast here on The Common Sense Show involving my friend Paul Martin who lives in northern Colorado, and we've done a number of stories over the past several months about foreign troop incursions into places like Wyoming and Colorado. I've been writing about Colorado and the Russians now going back over four years with pictures, you hear this, people, with pictures and documentation. Paul, you've got kind of a blockbuster revelation now It seems like things are ready to happen with these foreign troops that are in your particular area. What did you find out?
2: Well, the gentleman that uh, I had impromptu met uh, buying a piece on uh, Craigslist, we'd met, and we were, he's a prepper, super prepper, and and, uh, so during our conversation, he had, uh, as we talked about in a a former uh, podcast, that he has a a friend up in. at Warren Air Force Base, and this friend was, uh, uh, he asked me if I knew what was going on at Warren, and I go, no, he said, well, they've been practicing for urban combat all summer, they've got their own little play area up there, little mock city, uh, you know, driving the, the, the end of the old uh, uh, mock city with uh, Humvees with 50s, not loaded, and just practicing uh, crowd control and, and uh, urban civil unrest and all of everything else that's going to happen to us. And he called me today, and said I need to talk to you. So he was running some errands up my way, so I drove over and met him. And uh, his friend had called him and said they were stockpiling thousands and thousands and thousands of rounds for AK-47s in the uh, 7.62 and the 556 by 39s And his friend was going, well, we don't use any weapons like this. And he goes, those are Russian weapons and Chinese weapons, and they're stockpiling them for the AK-47. What don't you understand?
0: So so in other words, that would be the weapon of choice for Russian and Chinese, that caliber of bullet that he just went over. That's what that means.
2: Not only are they practicing for uh, urban combat up here, they're also stockpiling uh, AK-47 rounds by the thousands.
1: This just uh, confirms what we have been reporting here ad nauseum for the past, oh, well, really three months now. Paul, I, I've received new information, and I, I re-ran a interview that we did back in October involving what's going on in small towns, where there's a buildup of covert forces in remote locations outside small towns, and we're learning that they're going to be cordoning off the cities with regard to the uh, enforcement of, uh, well, you
0: call it uh, continuity of government, I call it martial law, but basically people... Most likely what they're going to say when they do this is they're going to call it continuity of government because the whole stigma behind the, word, the term martial law, so that's, if, if they say that Obama comes or whatever comes and says we have to do this because we have to maintain continuity of government, that means martial law, just so you know
1: are going to be kept in their cities, and the dissidence is not going to be allowed to spread. Mm. Do you think this is what we're looking at here? Are they arming those troops that will cordon off the cities?
2: Well, I mean, this is just standard military, uh, you know, (laughs) procedure. I mean, we did the same thing in the Marine Corps, you know, pre-position, 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 and then you execute. So the fact that they're storing uh, AK-47 rounds at Warren Air Force Base uh, means that they're going to supply these troops in this area. And I would suspect that it's not only Warren Air Force Base. I mean, we've heard from Steve Quayle and the uh, Russian troops in Montana. You've got sources back in the Appalachian regions, and the Great Smoky Mountains and all that. So it's probably happening in the same place. But this is this is the first uh, uh, that I've ever heard of it from any of my sources. And this is a a, uh, we'll say a, a freebie, a new source. I just happened to bump into, but uh, it's uh, uh, it, you know, as you're always talking about connecting
1: the dots. This 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 is a big dot. <clears throat> well, it connects a lot of the previous dots that we have brought up. And if people wonder what the genesis of this is, and you're not familiar with our work that goes back to 2011. In 2012, I published a document, Paul, and you may recall this, it was the um, bilateral agreement between FEMA and the Russian foreign ministry that allowed the first 15,000 Russian troops to come into the country, ostensibly for the reason of helping our disaster forces deal with catastrophes, as if we don't have a National Guard, as if we don't have the Department of Homeland Security, and FEMA. I questioned back then, why do we need to have the Russians in our country? Well, they've been brought in by the great traitor, the biggest traitor, the biggest con artist, the biggest communist to ever serve in the White House, Barack Obama. And he's setting us up for an internal invasion. Paul, I don't know if you caught my article here recently that I wrote on the Red Dawn and how it's all coming together under Cal Exit. But I made a pretty compelling case about fifth column forces inside the United States courtesy of Obama. Is this in your opinion what we are looking at? Does this go along with my other observations along the same lines?
2: Well, I, yeah, I think it does. yeah you're at the top of you're at the top of my website. that was a very good article. But uh, the fact that they're that they're uh, prepositioning these ak-47 rounds uh, and the fact that we talked about, on a previous podcast about my source talking about uh, training uh, from the military intelligence end, uh training the uh, Army bases in the Western United States for urban warfare. And now we get this, and I mean, and we talked ad infinitum about the, the amount of uh, 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 Russian troops here in Colorado and around the country. Uh, we'll go back a little bit. You know, when that story first hit in the Denver uh, post about the um, uh, Spetsnot, the 25 two five, <laughs> 25 25 troops training at Fort Carson. Well, the government always gives us bogus numbers, and uh, so I called John Moore, called Quell Hawk, and put out your feelers. Well, I got a I got a call back from John Moore within 48 hours, and he goes, "Paul, this is directly from Langley." He said there are five 250 man advanced party knots units in the five largest U.S. Army bases in this country. And it was uh, uh, last year, a young lady was in, in, in my store in an Army uh, uniform, and we have a lot of Air Force people that live down here because it's close to Cheyenne. And uh, so I asked her where she would stay. She said, Fort Hood. And I said, uh, you, got, you guys got any... <coughs> of course, Fort, Ho- Fort Hood is huge. And I said, you got any foreign troops there she says yeah well, they've got their own part of the base so uh, we we've, we
0: we've now because they're on the same base as our troops it would seem apparent that their first job if martial law was implemented and they went hot with all of their plans all of their wicked evil plans. The first job of these Spetsnats and, and the and the Chikoms and these types of troops would be to kill our good troops and possibly our good commanders, sergeants, these types of people. That would seem to be their primary job initially. Then they would be turned upon turned upon the American populace that's what would seem to make most the most sense. I, I, I pray to God that doesn't happen. But that, that would seem to be why... I mean, they if they're already on your base, they're going to be familiar with it. They're going to, you know... And, and when the, the time comes, they're going to be... The, the good troops that are still here, that they haven't been able to get off our soil, that Obama hasn't been able to. And here's another reason why, you know... Uh, if Trump gets in there and he starts bringing all these good troops back, the ones that won't fire on, that's going to that's gonna also throw a gigantic monkey because then that's just going to be all the more people they have to fight. The New World Order has to fight on our own soil. So there is a lot of, of um, reasons. I can see them not wanting Trump to get in at all. So, you know, bear that in mind.
2: Got a lot, a lot, a lot of military here. For some, some of the listeners may not heard it. John Moore's daughter lives in the Seattle area, and it was last year she was looking for a puppy, and uh, so she saw an ad for a puppy and went to went to the address, and a nice young lady opened the door and she saw the puppy and was petting the puppy, and so she asked the lady what she did. She says, "Well, I'm a UN peacekeeper." Well, I'm sorry, but U.N. peacekeepers can't afford a home in the Seattle area. Even a slum they can't afford. So probably what they're doing, in conjunction with everything else they're doing, is a lot of these foreclosed homes around the nation, they're probably just putting these uh, 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 U.N. peacekeepers there. I mean, the, the Russians that run around here in uh, northern Colorado, uh, <clears throat> they've been seeing the malls in Denver. And, and
0: you guarantee you they're, they're rent-free. You know, just like the illegal aliens that have poured across our borders have gotten all these privileges and, and, and things that normal Americans don't get. Can you imagine what the UN peacekeepers get? Now, a lot of these also, um, they've blended into society. I've talked a lot about Gatlinburg and, and all the, the foreign <laughs> foreigners there when you go there. I mean, it's it's unreal. It's everywhere you go. It's all like this Eastern Bloc type. They're very cold. They don't interact a lot. I, I was there with my daughter. I saw it firsthand everywhere we particularly in Gatlinburg. Not so much Pigeon Forge. I can't stand Pigeon Forge anyway, because it's really like beyond in-your-face touristy, and I can't stand that anyway. Gatlinburg's not near as bad. I mean it's 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 bad, but it's more like you're in the mountains and and it's just not near as bad as Pigeon Forge. But man, their presence there, and they, guess what? It's a UN biosphere. They even say it right in Gallenberg, on on the top of their little space needle thing there, and they've got an underground base right near there, and there's all types of areas there you cannot go, and it's restricted, and is off limits, and and the, they come and they go in shifts, like the 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 these Eastern Bloc troops, whether the Russians, Ukrainians, Belarusians, whatever. They'll go and they'll come and and in shifts. And, and part of the time they're interacting with society, getting to know Americans and their ways and their habits and whatever, and they can blend in and these types of... And then part of the time they're there in the mountains and, and in the underground bases training to basically disarm us and to kill us is what it appears to be. And that's just one area of the United States.
2: And they all carry big, you know, big wads of cash. They're just spending money like crazy. So...
0: I mean, when you could print money out of thin air, you could afford to pay people. What is it really... I mean, if if you own the printing press, you know, what is it going to really set you back if you you give these people a whole bunch of cash and put them up in foreclosed houses and things of this nature? Meanwhile, you're doing everything you could do to, to destroy the economy of the middle class of real Americans... And to create an ultra slave class and an ultra rich elite class, all of it's being done by design and on purpose.
2: This, with with what we've talked about in the last four or five years, with the fact that they're pre, and this is this is fairly recent, Dave, that this ammo has arrived up here. So uh, uh, we could be, I mean, with everything else that's going with threatened.
0: Now we know about, and I reported on this years ago about all the millions and millions of rounds homeland security and FEMA and even like things like the postal service and then you know all of these the national park services order and how they've stockpiled on tons of them because they're going to be part of this continuity of government when this when that's implemented martial law and they're going to be armed to the teeth as well okay uh, this is just part of that
2: Putin with, uh, you know, uh, cyber warfare today, uh, we could be getting close to the end game.
1: Yeah, I think you're definitely right on the money with that, Paul. I want to take you back to something that I have not had the time to bring out because it really hasn't been topical or timely to do so because it's no longer a hot news item. But the MERS mortgage fraud ties into the Seattle story that you just brought up. And let me be very specific about what I've learned. First of all, for people who aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, I'm referring to MERS, MERS Mortgage Fraud. It was really all the rage about three or four years ago. It did a number of shows on it. It really upset people because it could affect any of us. And here's how it works. You have a note for your home mortgage. Your bank sells the note to some third-party mortgage company. You're not notified of the transfer you're still responsible for the payment and so as a consequence you go 3 months in arrears and you've paid to your bank say Wells Fargo because they're the biggest criminals in this area and then the mortgage company contacts you and said hey we have your note here and you haven't paid us and you write back and say who the hell are you and then that starts this transfer now some people's notes when these have been these cases have been adjudicated have been transferred 25 26 27 times and if you don't have a lawyer, if you can't afford a lawyer, you're living hand to mouth and you're barely able to make your house payments, put food on the table, and you go into court, you're going to lose. And that particular mortgage company that now owns your note, no matter who you paid the previous mortgage to, and it won't be transferred, you lose your house. You don't have a lawyer to untangle this. Now, here's where this gets really interesting, Paul. What I learned in this past summer, going back to June of 2016, is that a lot of these MERS repossessions, a lot of these MERS mortgage notes, have now transferred homes to what I have been told as foreign entities. And they're being sold to these shell corporations with foreign addresses, and then they're being lived in. And I suspect, Paul, this is what you're talking about here with this Seattle
0: U.N. peacekeeper. They've been told, and I've got into this in the past, what he's basically saying here is that these Russian troops have been promised things. You know, they might have been over here, they might have said, okay, listen, this is going to be, you know whatever how many years you're going to live here you're going to blend into a society you're going to you're going to get the lay of the land you're going to train you're going to train to, to disarm kill the populace and when everything is said and done you're going to be given the spoils of war meaning you'll be able to go in kicking doors um rape steal kill and pillage alongside the muslims and take from the wicked americans whatever you want and you'll be able to Maybe take their house, this and that. And in the meantime, we're going to put you up. We're going to house you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So in other words, it's an incentive plan. All of this has been done by design because they want to destroy America. And they want these occupiers to not just come and go back to Russia or China. No, they want them to stay. And what's interesting, if you do go to court, they do have to do due diligence
1: and notify you of the transfer but if you have a lawyer, don't have a lawyer, you're going to get destroyed. But what they end up doing is selling these notes so often, it becomes a major undertaking from legal expenses to untangle the note and find out who really you owe the money to, and then to take your bank back into court and make them pay you. And Paul, this is how bad it was. I'm sure you remember this—that they even had oh, these—they had these robo signers, and the yep. banks. The banks then, when the judges were starting to say, if "You, you got to notify people." Uh, well, th- we did notify them, Judge, here's their, here's their signature, and the banks got caught hiring robo-signers to forge names on these documents, and they were <clears throat> excuse me going into court committing perjury on this, and most of them were not being held accountable, and this is what we're seeing here as far as the housing of a lot of these foreign entities, so let me lengthen this. All, this is not just about a Seattle U.N. peacekeeper an isolated incident. I suspect this is also what's going on with regard to foreign entities such as troops <laughs> in this country. In fact, I, I more than suspect it. I have a fairly reliable source that's told me that's exactly what's happening. They live among us. They live free of charge. They're given an expense account. And they're blending in. And when the time is right, they take up arms.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: It was uh... total Trojan horse. You know, already here, already got the lay of the land, already well acquainted with the the people, with their community, with their environment. It's 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 the perfect scenario. It's what you don't have in most wars, where if you're going in to take over an area, normally you know you don't have all of those advantages. Well, the Satan wants to give them every advantage he can give them because he knows that this is the last domino that has to fall before the New World Order gets fully implemented, meaning the fall of America, essentially, particularly the middle class. And so they're doing everything they can do to ensure that that happens.
2: Uh, uh, Seven months ago, a good friend of mine was uh, in Boulder. His daughter was thinking about uh, going to a culinary institute in that area, and uh, he likes going to the rummage shops and stuff like that, and there was a goodwill there in Boulder. And he pulled in the parking lot, and there was three black Suburbans with 10 Mountain plates on them, 10th Mountain Division plates on them. And they had really dark windows. He thought that was very weird. But anyway, he walked in, and there was uh, several uh, young Russian gentlemen that were talking amongst themselves, and they were going through the old uniform, military uniform section. They already had the names and the, you know, the, 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 the chest names and everything all over them. So,
0: meaning when you go into a military surplus store, a lot of times um, the name of the person that had the particular military garment, in it's still on there, you know, that's what he's talking about there.
2: I mean, I can do a two-hour radio show on that, just what's happened here in Colorado, but uh, I think you're dead on, and I think your source is dead on, and and, uh, that was uh, very revealing uh, what John's daughter found up in the Seattle area, so... This is probably already all over the country.
1: In fact, you know, let, let's uh, open this up for our audience. Uh, as you see these strange foreigners, and you know they're foreigners, hear it in their words, their accents. We're not talking, you know, Russian spetsnets that came here in, in the '60s and '80s and lived among us as children and grew up to become Russian spies, and that those programs did exist. We're not talking that. We're talking about people who are foreign entities that may not speak perfect English, so you know they're foreign. And we want to hear from you on this. When these people suddenly appear in your neighborhood, they shop with you. Uh, They may even be married, they're starting to raise kids together, and they go to school with your kids. I want to hear from you in the comments section below about what you know about this. Now, Paul, I've already got stories on file where people have told me these kinds of events are going on, and now we're seeing, to bring it back full circle, AK-47s being stockpiled in the weapon of choice for Russians and Chinese. There's no question what we're looking at and what's coming. You know, Paul, I'm going to throw one more thing in before we have to call it a, a night. But with regard to um, federal employees, I had received two complaints from federal employees, one on Monday and one on Tuesday, where their supervisors, and these people work for you know the big alphabet soups, and their supervisors told them, you will stop your overt support of Donald Trump. Basically given orders to stand down on being proud that he won, and that's how you cast your vote, and gee, isn't he going to make things better? Now, what's interesting is in less than 30 days, his picture is going to be in every one of these offices. He's the commander-in-chief. Yet,
0: we are seeing now, since I... Now, see, again, regardless of if Trump is truly legit or not, okay, regardless of how you feel about that the movement that is behind him, the people that were awakened, the people that also procured hope from his candidacy. Because a lot of people had kind of, let's say they given up. They're, they're okay, they, they're not coming at it from a Christian standpoint. Maybe they're just purely, okay, lock and load. We're going to go to the mattresses. We're going it's, to... It's, it's like, okay. Total end time scenario. What Trump did is is a lot of people, their hope was restored that maybe things could be brought back to something good. Um, where, you know, America could be made great again. That type of thing. Okay, now that's not going to... Th- that couldn't ever really truly happen apart from Jesus Christ. But I'm talking about just the movement that was created through Trump. Okay, the New World Order is not gonna want that. They're they're not gonna want that type of mentality or mindset. They want you brainwashed and dumbed down and sick and fluoride-headed and just, you know, going along with whatever thing they're trying to implement. Okay, so what he represents from that standpoint is a very gigantic threat, and, and I think that's one of the main things that probably they're more afraid of than even Trump is 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 the movement that has been spawned from his candidacy I put out an all call
1: today on YouTube and I said I want to hear from you if you're a federal employee who's going through harassment for your support of Donald Trump and guess what Paul I heard from three more people three more I'm up to five I I, I think personally we could be looking at the intentional stand down of federal agencies at the grassroots level, not the directors that can be easily replaced, but the civil service uh, workers, the GS-7s, the GS-9s, the people who aren't easy to replace because you have to have cause beyond a doubt. And I think what we're looking at here, Paul, is the fact that this is a silent, subtle coup from within to keep Trump from being effective or maybe even keep him from taking office. I mean, we're going to have to see how this plays out. But there's a reason why foreign guns, ammunition, is being stored near where they're doing urban warfare drills. There's a reason why, Paul, someone thinks that Trump isn't going to become president.
2: Well, that very well could be. I mean, he's taking on the whole New World Order. So, I mean, we're in uncharted territory. This is the most dire uh, straits this country's ever been in, even over, over above the civil, the civil, the you know, the uh, uh, war between the states, but uh, we'll we'll just continue, I'll just continue to monitor that from up here and uh, see what's going on, but the fact that they're pre-positioning ammo for these AK-47s is not good.
1: With troops that we already know are in the area, that's the frightening thing, and then we're getting all these other anecdotal stories that serve to support this, it's really indeed a very frightening time in America and this is why Mike Adams wrote an article here recently that said don't stop prepping, it could cost you your life, don't relax just because Donald Trump's been elected, I wholeheartedly agree with Mike Adams' advice we've been speaking with Paul Martin from revolutionradio.org and I would encourage you to visit his website often, he has some of the top stories from across the country and around the world with some of the very best authors, it's a great website revolutionradio.org
0: Paul, thanks. Okay, so we, we have that report. <clears throat> um, now, let's go to the next one. And this is something you're probably not aware of, but as of November 4th, 2016, the Paris Agreement, we are now governed by the United Nations. Um, now, this uh, this report was actually written October 5th of last year, but the the report is from the official UN dot website this is this is straight from their website as far as the the um initial thing that we're going to be reading here okay um the landmark paris agreement on climate change will enter into force on uh this is from the ap the associate press released this from the united nations uh but it'll enter into force on november 4 2016 after a coalition of the world's largest polluters and small island nations threatened by rising seas whatever pushed it back a, a key threshold on wednesday president barack obama hailed and i put out so many reports on on the whole thing about global warming and the icebergs melting and all this other stuff debunking that you know it, it, you have to understand if satan is pushing it this hard you know it's a lie okay uh, i'm not saying the war doesn't get polluted i mean you look at what fukushima you look at the gulf oil spill you look at all of the different ways they are trying to destroy the planet they're the ones creating it, though, um, meaning the Illuminati, the, the people that, you know, have the all, the all of the capital to do things like this. <clears throat> um, President Barack Obama hailed the news as a turning point for our planet, and U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon, who I, I just happened to see, he was actually the one where I guess the ball dropped last night in New York City. Ban Ki-moon? Well, they probably want to get his face out there because we're probably going to be seeing a whole lot more Ban Ki-moon, the head of the United Nations, um, this coming year. And since the headquarters for the United Nations in New York City, I mean, have you ever seen the, the head of the UN being the guy that officiates the ball dropping? That's not a good sign. But they may want to be getting everybody familiar with his with his devil-ness uh, and... Uh, so that we're used to seeing him as the new uh, defunct, uh, de facto leader of, you know, the North American Union. Because, again, this is the, you know, the UN's now officially governing, you know, the uh, kind of, basically the world. It says, after a coalition of the world's largest polluters and small island nations threatened by rising seas, uh, pushed it past a key threshold on Wednesday. Um Ban Ki-moon called the agreement strong international support, a testament for urgency of action. Catherine Hayhoe, a climate scientist at Texas Tech, called it a moment of bright hope in the increasingly discouraging landscape of climate science. Yeah, because everything you're, you're finding out is getting debunked along the way, so it must be discouraging for you. UN Deputary, Deputy Spokesperson Farhan ha- Hawk said late Wednesday that the European Union and 10 countries deposited their instruments of ratification on Wednesday. The percentage of emissions they account for topped the 55% threshold needed for the treaty to take effect. This is all about taking away your rights, uh, carbon taxes, taxing us into oblivion, moving us into stack and pack cities, not offending Mother Gaia, uh, moving everybody out of the country, and taking away all of our rights. This is what all this is about, okay? Uh, hunger games that's what this is about turning the world into the hunger games the way it's presented there <clears throat> he uh Ban-Khamun said i'm delighted to announce that today the paris agreement will cross the second and final threshold needed for entry into force oh it's yeah because they're going to force it down our throat and will enter into force on november 4th 2016 ban said in a statement issued from europe now another thing this going into force would have been much easier if Hitler was going into office. Trump's not even for this. So he's another major roadblock just from this alone. Global momentum for the Paris Agreement to enter, and there's been all these people going to his office like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and, uh, oh, who's it? oh, Gore, meeting with Trump, pleading with him to change his stance on climate change. And I don't think he's being moved on this issue. I hope not. I don't think he is. So they're trying, but I don't think it's working. Uh, Global momentum for the Paris Agreement to enter into force in 2016 has been remarkable. What once seemed unthinkable is now unstoppable. And again, this is all, it's, it's going to be forced down your throat is what they really mean. They're going to try to. Obama welcomed the news with a special address from the Rose Garden. Today, the world meets the moment, Obama said. And if we follow through on the commitments that Paris Agreement embodies, history may well judge it as a turning point for our planet. Yeah, a turning point to Satan. The Paris Agreement commits rich and poor countries to take action, to curb the rise in global temperatures that is melting glaciers, then why isn't it Florida underwater? Should already be underwater by now. Oh, Anyway. Rising rising sea levels and shifting rainfall patterns it requires governments to present national planes to reduce emissions to glo- limit global temperatures they're going to have everybody you know if you can even get a car probably everybody have to drive an electric one gotta eliminate carbon even though that's what plants have to have to live carbon dioxide it's what they breathe okay um it requires governments to present national place to reduce emissions to limit global temperature rise to well below two degrees celsius even though the whole chemtrail program which is basically terraforming the whole world hyper um aluminizing the soil putting barium in the soil polluting our environment like you wouldn't believe, is actually what makes temperatures rise it's creating a barrier that's actually keeping the heat in so if anything, if anything, they're trying to raise the temperature, the temperature through the ChemTro program, which they now actually justify in textbooks in the public school brainwashing systems. You know, they'll actually say, "Yeah, we're actually doing this to save Mother Gaia, basically save the planet." I mean, these people are the most wicked devils you could possibly imagine. Everything that they do is all about destroying this Earth. Okay. Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton supports the accord, while Republican Donald Trump opposes it. Remember, this is written before they actually were, before the election. So what does this really mean? It appears that most countries of the world, as of November 4th, have to submit to the UN control, a.k.a. the New World Order, when the Paris Climate Agreement takes effect. On November 4th, 2016, this will be enforced by UN troops. What are these Russians and these Chi-Coms going to come under the guise of and all the other foreign troops? They're going to come with the blue hats. They're going to come with the light blue UN peacekeeper helmets on, okay, and UN vehicles. That's how they're going to appear. try to appear to be legitimate. They're there to kill you or to take you to the camps. That's what they'll be doing, okay? No, no citizens of any country voted for this. The elite gangsters wrote it up without the 7 billion citizens of the world even approving it. Think about that. The new, world order global, the new world global order is now coming into place. Hidden in the agreement is the notion of population, quote, stabilization, which is to restrain population growth. It is actually Operation Depopulation. And worse yet, the U.N. has the right to move in and use force in each country to go door-to-door to take your guns under the lie of the U.N. protecting Mother Gaia and its citizens in times of unrest. May God rain down his fury on their wickedness. May he have all these devils and these heathen heathen devils in derision. May they turn on each other and devour one another. I pray those that can be saved would be saved, but those that can't, I pray to God he have them all in confusion and derision, Lord, and that he would cut off all their lines of communication. I mean, this is absolutely pure evil. I had a listener write me and he says, when I saw this movie preview on YouTube, I thought I should share it with you. We know that they're entertaining the masses through Hollywood with actual potential future realities to desensitize us and to make us think that things like this only happen in movies. This one gave me the creeps, and this is just one of many. If you haven't seen it, here's the link. It's called The Thinning. I had a lot of people send me this. And it's Depopulation Telegram telegraphing this is the official trailer i am going to play it but i'm going to actually narrate it because you you won't be able to get the full gist of it you can click on it and watch it if you haven't already the thinning takes place in a post-apocalyptic future where population control is dictated by a high school aptitude test this is this is where they're bringing this all to once they once they get things the way they want to get them once we're eliminated, in their eyes, this is their plan. I'm not saying it's God's plan, but this is their plan. This is where they want everything to end up, okay? When two students discover the test is smoke and mirrors hiding a larger conspiracy, they must fight the system to expose it and take it down. Yeah, I'm sure two students would be able to do that. How many sides does a Pentagon have? Five. What causes disease? Bacteria. How many letters are on the alphabet? Twenty-six. Okay, so it's a mother taking her little girl to one of these aptitude tests, which basically decides if you live or die. So unless you're some kind of brainiac little prodigy, there's very, very little chance you will live. And this is the kind of messed up world that they want us to be brought into. You know, we're only the elite of the elite, of the creme of the crop or whatever... Can you know are, are privileged to actually draw breath anymore? Take your time. Focus on me. A nation drained of national resources. And the only reason it's drained is because they've created all of the drains and they've done it all on purpose. you're going to do great. I love you, I love you so much. What if always? the only option decrease the population size? Oh, isn't that the the whole keystone, the whole cornerstone of the of the first commandment of the New World Order? Reduced world population of 500 million in perpetual balance with nature? Yeah, it just happens to be that.
2: Smartest boys and girls got
0: to live here. We are the number one... So it says, what if only the smartest boys and girls got to live here? It's like Romper Room, but like with a real satanic twist. Shows the little kiddies in the the schoolroom getting their little education before they either live or die. Most educated population in 196 countries... A single standardized test determines who lives and who dies. You'll have two hours to complete the test. <laughs> All grades are final.
1: Students you know who fail,
0: goes. students who fail will be eliminated.
2: No! 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 no. no, 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 no,
0: no. no. So it shows the, the, the poor children that are failing. They're being ushered out of the of the of the uh, testing room to be taken to the extermination center. Again, this is the mindset they're trying to put everybody into. That this is just going to be normal, you know. You beat it into somebody long enough. Oh, you know, yeah. Eventually, this is just going to be the norm.
1: Michaels. What?
0: Ellie Harper. No! We have to do something, Dad. I'm sorry, son. My hands are tied. Oh, Dad. It's just tough love, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, son. You're going to have to go to the extermination center. Just tough it out and, you know.
1: If my dad wants to stand by
0: this system He's going to have to stand by a system That put his own son to death dad, I won't, I won't Yeah, him and him and millions of other parents According to the show The <sighs> system is down Commence containment mode well,
1: There is a story developing At Vista Point High School
0: Something's not right There's no way I failed that test oh My
1: god, Lena
0: Kelly, can you help me?
1: You need to see this
0: We're going live right now We need to find where they keep the test <laughs> Take her to the thinning
1: There are those that say the thinning is barbaric Is it barbaric to be the best?
0: So there's some of that say the thinning is barbaric Is it barbaric to be the best? I mean, come on. In order to be the best, you got to beat the best. Remember, isn't that what they always say in football? Come on, it's just the old college try. If you die, you know that's just collateral damage. I mean, you know what's what's a little death among friends, right?
2: If you don't support our great society, then you are parasites. We're this
0: together. Do you know what we do
2: with parasites? we washed them out are we approved to commence the finish
0: so now good. they're going to kill them all this is just one of many shows like this you know it's just one of of many um this is one of been the, the most um i've got a lot of feedback on as of late um just it's insane it's totally insane and then and then there's this one um my daughter just told me about this one today. I didn't even know about it. Netflix's three percent trailer, a post apocalyptic TV series where only three percent will succeed, a world divided into progress and devastation. That's always this post, you know this world that's already been devastated. They haven't we're we're not there yet, in other words, but but this when they when they fully implement what with whatever they're gonna try to implement with a new world order, it's after that. OK, when population has already been more so stabilized, they want to keep it stabilized. And so this is a lot of the scenarios that we're seeing here. The link between two sides, offshore and inland, is a rigorous and painstaking system called the process. Everyone in the inland land area where they live has a chance to go through, quote, the process to live a better life and offshore, but only 3% make it through. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. But the problem is, it's in Portuguese and the. percent um, The trailer, uh, I'm just gonna. It says in a world divided. In a world divided between devastation, that's always the excuse. Only 3% of you will be selected in a group of heroes going to the offshore and progress where nobody is wronged. There's only one chance to be part of the 3% a Netflix original series. The process ensures that only the best may enjoy life in the offshore island no matter what happens. So what they do is is everybody lives in this utopic island and you can't get to it unless you actually pass this test and you're one of this 3% of the population that uh, makes the cut, essentially. Uh, and if you get there, you'll deserve it. And if you don't get there, you, you'll deserve that too so our medicine is very advanced with proper treatment you may walk again in other words if you get to the island if you're if you're enough of a brainiac and you pass their tests you could get to the island and then you could get this advanced treatment to actually in this particular case this kid has some physical malady that he could get fixed there but it will not happen unless he pat he becomes one of the three percent uh so it's showing this plot Okay. You are one of the worst people I've ever interviewed. I'm I'm just watching this trailer because I can't play it because it's in Portuguese. So they're trying to break them during this interview process. Then they take them through these tests where they've got to do all these logic type tests. They have to build things and figure things out and all this other stuff. And and it's again, it's this whole scenario of of youth of the youth having to pass these tests and compete with one another and basically you know you know i'm sure there's a lot of cutthroat stuff involved in order to become one of the three percent and if you do you get to live and if you don't eventually you're basically probably going to die you know so it's showing all of this stuff and and all of the and it's all the youth because at this point probably by the time we get to this point the elderly and the middle-aged are probably going to be eliminated and it's probably going to be a world like where it's you know just the creme of the cream of the crop of the younger generations that they've thoroughly brainwashed they're the ones that have the right to live all of the other people that are older and these types of things it's like logan's run where that was a a series back in the man late 70s early 80s where you know literally when you turn the age of 30 like they launched you up into this dome thing and you want and you were like hovering around and all the people would go around and and like zap you with these laser guns nobody lived past the age of 30 because that's how they controlled the population and i believe that's the type of of world they really want to bring us into there's been a lot of shows along those lines over the years um and i'm just kind of watching the trailer here and um i guess it's a series on netflix and um there's microchipping involved and all of this stuff. So I, anyway, I'm just kind of anyway. It's just one. It's one more show along these very the same lines as far as the depopulation agenda and their and their justification for it. Okay, so I just have well not that much farther to go. So I'm gonna try to get through this and the actually yes the last report here. And um, it's entitled, Obama just birthed another executive order. That's a scary thought, Obama birthing something. Um, Invasive humans dealt with as World Economic Forum drops shocker. Welcome to the year 2030, which is kind of the, you know, the shows that we just watched would probably be along those lines if they get their, I mean, let's face it, if they can reduce the, was the, the population in America, what is it, to 61 million? By 2024, who knows what it would be by 2030, you know. They, they're they trying to really get us in that mindset, you know. Um, <clears throat> it's the year 2030, I own nothing, I have no privacy, and life has never been better. This is a quote by Ida Auken, member of, the, of Parliament of the Denmark World Economic Forum website. So I, Ida actually obviously knows what's best for us. I mean, come on. I own nothing, I have no privacy and life has never been better, you know. So that's how he's he's looking at the year 2030. So, how about that? I bet you feel all gooey inside, don't you? Imagine a world that controls you ever every move knows what you're going to do next and which you own nothing because it's all free. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Well, maybe if you if you're the one doing the controlling, it does. But for the average, everyday person, it sounds like a living hell. Well, this is exactly what the World Economic Forum is suggesting via Agenda 2030. A plan in which everyone works with no pay because they get their payment through, quote, free services, food, transportation, shelter, etc. But basically, you're just like a, sh- you're like a serf. You're like a slave for the New World Order. Okay. A plan in which everything you own belongs to everyone else. Your clothes, your home, all of it. So if someone needs to use your space for business, no worries. They're welcome to it. This is socialism slash communism at its finest. No need to be rich. Or, and what do we have in the, in the White House right now? The biggest communist we've ever had with Obama. Um, no need to be rich or earn a good living because everyone simply and minimally gets their needs met. Never mind the fact that you are dirt poor and the elite are, are dirty rich and control it all. Well, what is this also? It's George Orwell's 1984. It's Big Brother. It's, it's, you know, them controlling every aspect of your life and spying on every aspect of your life and where you own nothing and you basically work for the state and you live out this miserable subsistence existence for Satan, essentially, to serve Satan. This is where where they want us all at, you know. Never mind the fact that you're dirt poor and the elite are dirty rich and control it all. Just take your vaccines, which will be integrally part of why you're lobotomized. Okay, not only the fluoride in the water and the chlorine and the bromide and all that stuff, it, all these bad halogens in the in the system. Those are halogens. In the periodic table, but also the vaccines. You know, you're going to get to a point where, oh, you're going to be microchipped out the gills, too. You know, all that stuff's going to be in place. Um, <clears throat> there are times I just get so sick and tired of all the garbage these globalists spew, but unfortunately their plan is already underway via Agenda 2030. Also, these are different programs where they're trying to implement all this. Agenda 2030, America 2050, the Davos the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, and multiple other globally-minded groups. Most recently, here in the U.S., the Obama administration signed another executive order which furthers the agenda you have just heard above, and it's called the Safeguarding the Nation from the Impacts of Invasive Species. This executive order further ensures the compliance of the National Environmental Policy Act, the act that calls attention to the human population problem. The Congress recognizes the profound impact of man's activities on the interrelations of all components of natural environment, particularly the profound influences of population, growth, high-density urbanization, industrial expansion, resource exploitation, and new and expanding technological advances, and recognizes further the critical importance of restoring and maintaining environmental quality to the overall welfare and development of man. Declares that it's also a continuing policy of the federal government in cooperation with the state and local governments. So in other words, the federal government's who's going to be implementing this via the UN, essentially, and other concerned public and private organizations to use all practical means and measures, including financial and technical assistance in a manner calculated to foster and promote the general welfare, to create... And maintain conditions under which man and nature can be destroyed. I mean, sorry, can exist in productive harmony, and fulfill the social, economic, and other requirements of present and future generations of Americans. Doesn't that sound nice and wonderful and flowery? And it's all alive from the pit of hell. Again, all of this stuff that we're talking about here, really, today in general, is all leading us to a massive depopulation agenda. That's what it's all leading to. And um, I, I wish I had better news, uh, but that's what I have for today. Now, also after this, there's a if, if you don't believe this, uh, there's about oh, eight other links that go into all of this. The actual executive order from the government, whitehouse.gov that we just went over. Um, all of these different things that are being implemented right now under the guise of environmentalism to take away our rights and, um, again, to move us into these stack-and-pack cities under the United Nations controls. And I believe they're going to first really be rolling this out, most likely, in California. With the way California is moving right now, that will be their first test state for this in America, whether they secede from the um, 50 states... I don't know. Uh, that could go either way at this point. Uh, if Trump does get in, I would imagine he'd do everything he could probably do to put a stop to it. Maybe he'll let it happen. I don't know. Maybe it's too far of a lost cause, you know, and say, okay, all, all you liberals and all the the people on the left that don't like that, that don't like me or whatever, move to California. I'll even give you financial incentives to move there. You know, get out. But once you're there, you're you're under that you're a a a different under a different nation you cannot come back coming back would be like going and moving to a different country you know i'm i mean if if i was in his shoes i would almost be looking at doing that because that place is so far gone it is so far out of control that you know not to say he's ever going to have that opportunity i'm just saying uh theoretically could be one way it went if he was allowed to get in power and actually stay in power i don't know so that's all i have for today um i will go ahead and just a lot of stuff to pray about with this basically um when we present all these things it's not so that we can go about and wring our hands and get all fret fret what's going to actually happen but it's really primarily not only to prepare and to educate others, but to pray about these things. And, um, you know, we'll see what the Lord will do. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time that you've given us, Lord. The, the news, Lord, seems to be getting more dire uh, every time we do a study now. I don't know how much time, Lord, that we have left regarding being able to actually freely disseminate this news. I do pray, God, that this would continue um but god nevertheless not my will but thine be done lord uh, a lot of stuff could happen lord between now and the inauguration and afterward it seems very very obvious that there are some very very evil agendas afoot lord and i just pray lord god according to your will according to your will that if it be your will you would intervene in these situations lord god that you would hold back this hand of wickedness and evil that the truth would prevail that you know, Lord, if Trump is legitimate, that you would use him mightily, God, for your glory. That if it be possible, his soul be saved, Lord. That if it be possible, his family's soul be saved, Lord. I don't know, Lord. You know the beginning from the end. I don't, and I just pray, God, that that your will be done. That your remnant would be preserved. That you would protect the innocent, the weak, the meek, the widows, the orphans, Lord God, the poor. I pray for their protection, Lord. I pray that you'd intervene on their behalf for the Christians, Lord, for all those Christians that are persecuted worldwide, Lord God, for all the ones that are under uh, the tyranny of the Muslims in particular, the tyranny in communist countries and wherever the Christians are under persecution or the innocent or the weak or under persecution worldwide, God, I pray to God you deliver them, Lord. Those that aren't saved, I pray to God you would save them, Lord, for it's your will that not one would perish but that all would come to repentance, Lord. I do pray, God, collectively for the body of Christ divine guidance lord divine providence lord that you would show us exactly what you would want us to do in each of our respective situations lord because i do believe it's going to be different for everyone um and you just guide us in in that regard to your will for our lives lord and for the will of our family's lives i pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed lord as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.